When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Uh, welcome back, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, Aaron Hawksworth, with you at 9 a.m. to noon weekdays here on the BetQL Network. Busy, busy times in uh, the New Orleans area. Not only is there Thursday night football, which we've been breaking down, uh, but of course, just all of college football thrown into complete chaos, and it really kick-started on Monday with the move of Brian Kelly going from Notre Dame all the way down to LSU, and it sounds like uh, Notre Dame has found their replacement. They're staying in-house, uh, making that announcement uh, just a few days later. We're still waiting on that be- to become official, going with the 35-year-old uh, brand-new head coach for the first time. Uh, anytime we're talking sports in the New Orleans area, We'd like to bring in our buddy, Mike Dettelier from WWL in New Orleans. Follow him on Twitter at Mike Dettelier. Mike, how's this week been for you? Uh, one word, busy. Uh, but, uh, yeah. man, listen, it's, uh, I'm glad the LSU coaching search is over. And uh, um, that's put uh, in the book, so to speak. <laughs> it's been a, a wild ride since... Uh, uh, they uh, actually made the announcement Coach O wouldn't be back uh, for uh, 2022. Yeah, and it's uh, it you know as well as anyone you could find some of those uh, some of those books that were posting the odds on the next LSU head coach. Brian Kelly was so far off the radar that he wasn't even listed at books that were that were listing uh, ten different guys. When did it first become clear to you? Uh, oh, it's going to be Kelly, or Kelly is just in the picture because there was a lot of steam behind Lincoln Riley instead of going to USC, going down by you to LSU. Yeah. And a lot of, uh, deep pocket boosters thought they had him too. Uh, then they were ready to make that presentation on Sunday and, uh, they got word Saturday, uh, don't get on the private plane. He's made that decision, but, uh, it really was Monday during the day, uh, around noontime, we started to get, uh, indications that he was in the mix. And so, you know, it's sort of uh, a few weeks back, I can remember Kirk Herbstreit bringing it up uh, that he thought that Brian was a major contender for the USC job. And, and that always kind of put a, a little place mark for me that you know, if Kirk is saying that, 
that's not coming from just anybody. That's coming from people involved with Brian Kelly, if not Brian Kelly himself. And that kind of put a mark that uh, maybe he was looking to move. And I knew that uh, LSU had a lot of money to throw at him. <laughs> and uh, so uh, it was probably around noontime uh, Monday that we started to get the first indications. And, and we doing a show that night, and uh, it really started to break that uh, it was going to happen with Brian. Mike, what is and the reaction? And I think he's a good fit. Uh, listen, he's the most accomplished coach ever, uh, football-wise, ever hired by LSU. Deep yeah, it's You look the back, uh, you know, Nick didn't have that type of reputation when he came here from Michigan State. Uh, Les Miles had some success, certainly at Oklahoma State, uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of the coaches had been assistant coaches before if it was – uh, Coach McClendon or Jerry Stovall, uh, Bill Arnsparger had been a head coach in the NFL and had been, you know, a longtime assistant coach in the NFL, but uh, didn't have any head coaching experience in college. Uh, Mike Archer was an assistant coach. Uh, Jerry DiNardo, you know, was uh, basically a 500 or less coach at Vanderbilt before he came here. Man, uh, you know, Brian Kelly's got a lot on the resume uh, there. And when you look at it, I think it boiled down to a lot of the same things. Why Nick left Michigan State to come here, uh, it's almost the same thing for Brian. Uh, When you look at per capita athletes, Louisiana, seven out of the last eight years, has finished in the top four per capita producing NFL players. Three of those years, they've been number one. Two of those years, they've played second. They got a lot of talent in the state of Louisiana. Now, Notre Dame's a a national team, but when you consider that if you can get, you know, let's say 12 of the top 15 players in the state of Louisiana, uh, you don't have to do a ton of outside recruiting. Mike, what has been the reaction uh, down there among fans, among um, you know everyone around the program? Because it was almost Lincoln Riley, then it's now Brian Kelly. Uh, is it disappointment missing out on Riley? Excitement for Kelly? What, what's that like? Is it, it felt like one was going to be there, then all of a sudden it was a quick pivot to the other. Um, what's been the reaction? I've been a mixed bag. Um, I think early on it was, you got to be kidding, Brian Kelly? And then... I think the more you get to know about Brian, I think the more they've warmed up to it. But, you know, everybody you're not going to please everybody in a coaching search, especially in Louisiana. Man, believe me, uh, everybody's the, the football savant. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people were upset it's not Billy Napier, uh, who was basically in the backyard, University of uh, Louisiana, Lafayette, who went to Florida, or Dave Aranda, who they knew, uh, who had been a longtime defensive coordinator here, who's that Baylor. And then, you know, uh, there were some people that wanted Jimbo Fisher. Uh, Jimbo had been a longtime assistant coach here. And twice, he was like the runaway bride head coach. Uh, they couldn't land him. And then, you know, because of his connections to Scott, that was thought maybe there. But 
Jimbo sort of put that at ease. And then, you know, uh, from middle of last week up until Saturday, it was uh, Lincoln Riley. So it's been a bit of a mixed bag. But I think the more people have gotten to know Brian Kelly, I think they've warmed up to that idea. And uh, he, he's not coming in with a um, an empty cupboard of players. And they got some talent here on this LSU football team. Now, he's got to rebuild the offensive line, which had been a sore spot for even for Coach O. He had been a great recruiter, <clears throat> but that area had not been a strong spot for him. And he's got to find somebody that can mentor the quarterbacking position because that, up until Joe Burrow, had been the quicksand position for LSU. And uh, now they've gotten a ton of them in the state of Louisiana. They've landed, well, they got a commitment from one of them for this year, and Walker Howard was really one of the best quarterbacks in the country. But next year, 2023 class, they will have seven Division I quarterbacks from the state of Louisiana. And on top of that list, Arch Manning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, no doubt about that. Uh, and talk about fixing that offensive line. That was certainly a strength uh, in Kelly's years over at Notre Dame. Uh, Got to ask you about the SEC championship. I, it feels like this is uncharted territory, Mike. It, you just look at the board and you still do a double take. As dominant as Georgia has been, like, wait a second. Alabama, Nick Saban, it says plus six and a half next to, that, next to their name. What are your thoughts on uh, this matchup? My thing is, just when, like when LSU played Georgia, I don't let my lion eyes tell me that it ain't true. Georgia's been a dominant defensive team all year long. Alabama has struggled on the offensive side of the football. Um, Bryce has really bailed them out time and time again. Uh, I'm going with Georgia here, and I think they cover. Uh, it's just, to me, uh, I know it's been the, the tall ditch for them to jump, uh, beating Alabama. But in this spot here, to me, Georgia's the better football team, and their defense isn't good. It's been dominant all season long. So uh, I like the Bulldogs here. And uh, also, too, I think the win one for Napier, uh, I think the Raging Cajuns take care of business against Appalachian State. In another game that they have had some struggles against Appalachian State, not this year, but in years past, and uh, I think they take care of business also. So I, I like both those games, and I think both those teams cover. And tonight, uh, if history tells you anything, it's an under game. Last two games, 13-10, 12-10, Saints-Cowboys. And the Saints uh, are really struggling now injury-wise and may not play this game with their two starting tackles and who knows with Alvin Kamara. And Taysom Hill isn't going to lay his hands on this team offensively, and they're going to get better. Uh, the play here is the under. <laughs> Do you think Taysom Hill gives the Saints a little bit of an advantage, Mike? Well, they they need someone to to put you know the jumper cables on them offensively. Uh, but this team, you know, you take out now with no Michael Thomas all season. This may be the worst wide receiver group in the National Football League. Uh, you know, Deontay Harris gives them some some flash because, man, he can really run. And he's got some talent. 
but he's five foot six, 160 pounds, and he's had a lot of injuries. Uh, you look across the board, where is it going to come from now, other than Camaro? I mean, you know, so, you know, I stack the line of scrimmage, and I say, I dare you to throw it downfield. And, that, and that's what they did last week against Trevor Simeon of Buffalo last Thursday. They basically stacked the line of scrimmage, man coverage, said, I dare you, make the throw downfield. Uh, Taysom does bring an element. Uh, he's a unique player. He really is. Uh, he's a power runner, and he's got some speed in the open field. But uh, he's been highly erratic as a passer. Uh, that'll blow hot and cold during the game, and you'll see it. Uh, but he gives you another element there as a runner that's uh, unique. And because he can play so many positions, too, he's a valuable guy. But, uh, you know, he's dealing with that plantar fascia injury, and, you know, you know he's not 100%. And so for the first time um, in the Sean Payton time frame here, they're really struggling on offense, really, really struggling. And a lot of that really started with Michael Thomas's injury and him not being able to come back. They've got nothing going on in the passing game at all. Everything ran through Alvin Kamara, and we see, you know, eventually, like Christian McCaffrey, you get beat up. He's not a real big back, and you've carried the ball that many times and catch it that many times. You're going to spend some time on the shelf. Mike, long term, you think uh, the next quarterback of the Saints is is somewhere else right now? I mean, Jameis had a, a yep. decent run to start this season. Uh, Taysom, I mean, Simeon, we're talking about backup kind of quarterbacks or projects with whatever Hill is. Um, a lot of veterans could be available this offseason. Russell Wilson, uh, whatever happens with the Sean Watson situation, Aaron Rodgers. You think uh, you think Sean Payton might have his eye on a veteran quarterback this offseason? Yeah, because when you look at the draft, uh, you know, Kenny Pickett and, and Matt Corral, uh, they're, they're good players, but when you look at how the Saints are built right now, and, and they've got some talent on defense now, this is maybe the most talented defensive group Sean's ever had in New Orleans. And the majority of that will be back next year. But you've got to find a veteran quarterback. And if that's Russell Wilson out in Seattle, if that's Carr out in Las Vegas, who knows? But, uh, you know, Green Bay's not dealing – Aaron Rodgers in New Orleans, that one I know. And I think Watson, just be, he's got to settle those issues up before anything happens with him. So Wilson and Carr, to me, would be two guys to keep an eye on. But uh, uh, I don't think they're going to draft one. I think they're going to go and try to do what steal a page with Sean McVay did with the Rams um, and go get your veteran quarterback to run this offense. Uh, Mike Dettelier, another uh, moment on the game tonight, Thursday Night Football. This is BetQL Daily. Mike says, take the under 47.5, run-heavy offense with the Saints, Taysom Hill under center. Uh, uh, Mike, we've got about a minute. What do you think about a Taysom Hill anytime touchdown? That's at about 2-1. to one. And uh, curious about the Saints' pass defense uh, with Dak and his weapons back. Well, C.D. Lamb gives you a lot of problems, you know, uh, and so that that's part of it there, having him back after he had the concussion. Uh, again, these games have been really tight, and that's when the Saints had a lot of talent on offense. They haven't, you know, they haven't scored a lot. 
matchups do happen in the NFL, and you see it. As far as uh, touchdowns, what by Taysom, if it gets close, I know one thing. They running that power run with him. I mean, it gets down inside the five in that area. Man, he's carting it. Uh, he, he's bringing it in. And, you know, again, there's question marks about Kamara. Ingram will play tonight. But um, if you want to put coin on somebody scoring a rushing touchdown, I certainly would have mine on Taysom Hill uh, just because I've seen it. I've seen it happen a lot, and I think they'll go back to the well with it. And Mike, Great. appreciate your time. Enjoy the game today. Mike Dettelier, uh college football and NFL analyst for Sports Talk, WWL, AM, FM in New Orleans, at Mike Dettelier on Twitter. And he was on the Roman Guest Hotline. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. We're going to dive into championship Friday slash Saturday next. Give you our favorite plays in college football. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network.